Welcome to Dancing Through Life with Irini, the podcast dedicated to getting you onto the dance floor of life. As we pivot and swirl on the dance floor, we create awareness and shift our mindset. Join me in a playful spirit as we overcome our limitations, inspire each other, and achieve our potential. Let's dance together. Hello and welcome. I'm Irini and I'm so happy to have you back for our third podcast in this four-part series. This podcast is an extension of my ethos as a transformational coach, guiding people to achieve their dreams. My purpose is to inspire and give hope. Today we continue our look at the Castle Principles developed by my coaching mentor, Dr. Lance Secretin. As we told you in the first two podcasts, CASEL is an acronym. It stands for Courage, Authenticity, Service, Truthfulness, Love, and Effectiveness. These principles can make a difference in all our lives. We've covered the first four of these principles. Today, we cover the last two, Love and Effectiveness. And I'm so happy to have back with us our two guest dancers of life. Paul Rue, a financial coach from Cape Town, South Africa, and Rebecca Bodswell, a transformational coach from Austin, Texas. We begin with Paul. Okay, so let's jump on to the next two principles. The fifth principle is love, which is my favorite, and it's relating to others by touching their hearts in ways that add to who we both are as persons. So Lance said, people need to love their work. They need to love the people they are with, the reason they're doing it, and they need to love what they do. So Paul, how does this speak to you in your work in the financial area? I've been in the financial services industry really from the beginning of coming out of university, working in the banks and various departments, and then becoming a financial planner or financial advisor, and now becoming a financial coach. Mm -hmm. There's certainly aspects of the industry that I don't like and and find um, uninspiring, but that's that's me. But there what I've what I've realized is there's a big need for financial literacy, and for people to become financially empowered, so they can make the right decisions. And what I've found that would bring me joy and what I love to do is I help I love to educate and inspire people to become empowered so that they can go out into the world and they can empower their own family they can empower their own friends they can and what that what happens is not only does their financial situation improve but their their personal lives improve their self-esteem is improved their self-confidence the relationships around them get better. They they are able to um, experience more freedom, and they're in a better position to actually go after their dreams. Because a lot of the time, people will say to me, "Paul, well, I don't have the money for it," or you know, "Money is a bit of an issue right now, and if only I had money, I could do X, Y, and Z." And why don't we change that? Why don't we allow you to get the money? And then you can go out and experience that freedom. And that actually brings me joy because 
I've gained a lot of skills and knowledge about the financial services industry, personal finance, budgeting, how to pay off debt effectively, what works, what doesn't work. And a lot of the time, and most of the time, I would say it's, it's got really little to do with head knowledge and a lot to do with our behavior and how we, our attitude towards money. And if we can get that right, if we're able to see it in a certain light, well, we're going to be transformed and empowered in so much, in so many remarkable ways. What I love is I love seeing that transformation in others. And that brings me joy because I'm able to impart some skills and share my, my experience. And they are, my clients are just, it, their lives are just transformed from the inside out. And that is, that for me is, absolutely um, incredible. Okay, so let's move on to the sixth principle, which is effectiveness. Mm -hmm. And effectiveness is achieving desired outcomes successfully. So Lance has written so many books, God bless him. But I'm going to quote from his book, The Spark, The Flame and the Torch. And this is what he says, we tend to think of effectiveness as something we do to people. But in fact, it is who we are, not what we do that changes the world and people around us. He adds, we are the most effective when we have learned to be courageous, authentic, serving, truthful, and loving. Paul, does that speak yeah. to you? Yeah, well, it seems to be the sort of culmination of all the principles working together. And, you know, it's a very powerful visualization of that that combined force mm -hmm. that really can lead to effectiveness yeah it's it's incredible I actually it's funny I, you may laugh but I, I think of a like a transformer sort of everything coming together and it's working this effectiveness is the the sum of all its parts all working all working harmoniously together I I, I think it's very powerful and gosh, it sounds amazing. Yeah. You, you know, we can get that right on a daily basis <laughs> and apply that. Oh my gosh. I mean, just think of what we can achieve with that, that effectiveness. Absolutely. And it's, it's combined force. As you said, we're combining force onto the dance floor of life of how we show up. What steps do we take to swirl around the dance floor to pivot yes. and be dancers of life? In a joyful way. In a joyful way. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Paul clearly brings a lot of love to his work, and his work embodies his love. He talks about transforming people. That's what we mean when we say love is relating to others by touching their hearts in ways that add to who we both are. And Paul is clearly effective in his work because his love for his work and his clients is who he is. Paul also talked about his joy in his work. Joy can only come from love. It's the byproduct of love. The spirit of joy is being in the flow of movement, of grace on the dance floor of life. It juices us up and brings us alive in the movement of love. Rebecca also shared how love is tied in with all the other principles. When you come from a place of love, 
I mean, that's where the authenticity comes from. That's where the courage comes from. That's where the truthfulness comes from. That's where the service comes from. It, it all kind of starts with this sense of um, harmony within and, and the willingness to be that and spread that in the world. And when we are able to fully acknowledge that we have that gift, not just within us, but as us, like we actually are living, breathing, material representations of love in the way I see it. Um, how much we embrace that possibility and how much we actually create with that possibility. Well, that's going to be the journey that each of us is on. and <laughs> It's going to be individual. Um, but it's, it, it is what we are inherently. And so the more that we can bring that forward, um, the more, the more personal power we actually express in the world. And, and it's not power over anyone. It's the power of, you know, the power of love, the power of creation and tapping into, um, all of that that is available to us and the effectiveness. It's like when you have, um, you know, a laser versus scatter shot, right? So when you're coming from this place of love and all of these other things are aligning through that, you are inherently more effective because you are walking with purpose. You're walking with clarity. You may not always know where you're going. <laughs> And you know that each step that you're taking is the next step on that path. Yes, I well, I agree with you when you said love is very powerful because, well, for me, love, first of all, conquers all. You know, if we have a loving spirit towards all of our relationships, then we're being authentic, right? And it takes um, it takes courage to be vulnerable and show our true nature, which mm -hmm. which is love. And I honestly believe. That's our identity in God. You know, mm -hmm. love is unconditional. And I believe that's God's grace that is in, you know, our hearts. But you can still access love no matter what your spiritual beliefs are. Mm -hmm. And love can show up in so many different ways. And, and lots of times it doesn't look like what we think of as love. I mean, you know, there's sort of a hallmark patent on what love looks like <laughs> in, in, in the world in some ways. And you know, and, and, and love, it doesn't always, you know, it's not always hearts and rainbows. It can have other elements to it. But when it always has this bit of courage, like you may need to say something out of love that someone else doesn't want to hear. And it will take courage and it will take truthfulness and it will take service and it will take authenticity for you to deliver that with love even if it's not easy. So it doesn't always look the way we think it will. Yes, um, yes that's very true. And um, it's important to notice that. Yeah, when we have something to share and it's coming out of love, how do we deliver that message without hurting yeah. somebody or tearing yeah. them down, you know? Yeah. Say it with, um, to lift them up. And yes, to make and that unconditional... Yes. Yeah, that unconditional love piece. And, you know, because it's funny, because in a lot of ways, love can actually be 
twisted a lot as well. And we say, well, I'm doing this because I love you. When, when you really look at the energy behind it, it's actually a control or a manipulation, or it has something to do with the person who's claiming that they love the other person. It actually has nothing to do with the love, the harmony, the unity, the expansiveness of these two beings. So, um, so it's just interesting when, when we talk about love to look at what the energy is, what your intention and purpose is, and to get really clear and really truthful. And that can really transform relationships in such dynamic ways. Oh, so juicy. I love, I love all of these principles. They're so juicy. <laughs> Rebecca is clearly on her own journey and has given a lot of thought to the power of creation. She also sees the link between love and the other principles and how it leads us to be effective in life, to be better dancers on the dance floor of life. Finally, both Rebecca and Paul spoke to the process of transformation and what legacy they hope to leave to the world. What are the ripples that you cast and how do those ripples influence and create beyond your personal reach mm -hmm. and to be able to create something greater in the world, whether you ever even know that you contributed to it or not. I think effectiveness is actually affecting change. I certainly do want to leave my mark in this world. And if, if, if I can help and influence or um, inspire people, that is something that is a, it's a treasure for me what I'm really doing is I'm, I'm carrying, carrying God's message because God uh, really did transform my life in the most remarkable way. And I've always felt this need and this desire to want to carry that message. And me aligning myself to that truth really brings out my authentic self and it allows me to experience joy. What mark do you want to leave on the world? I hope our last three podcast episodes have given us a taste of these castle principles that if practiced on the dance floor of life can help us all transform ourselves into the beings we want to be. Just going with the flow and not being held back on the sidelines by our limitations. Next week we will tie it all together and celebrate our dance over these weeks with Paul and Rebecca. And I'm very excited to say we'll be speaking with Dr. Lance Secretin himself, the creator of the Castle Principles, who will share his wisdom with us. We love feedback. Let us know what you thought about today's podcast. You can contact me through my website, metoomorph.com. That's M-E, the number two, M-O-R-P-H.com. Please share the podcast and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you, loving souls, for connecting with us today. Until next time, stay in the flow on the dance floor of life. As we say in Greek, Opa! Opa!